in the studio with Matt. I am Matt. Hello. How are you? You like my hat? My wife got that for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good stuff. I'll put a picture up of it on the website if you want to see it. In the studio podcast.wordpress.com. Check it out. It'll be on the main page. I'll have a like a blog uh, article for the um, episode, and you'll be able to see the hat there and anything else involving the episode. If you're listening and didn't get to see it on the YouTube video, go to in the studio podcast.wordpress.com. I had it for like, I don't know. Six hours or so, not even that long, four or five hours. <laughs> and I kept reading it sexually, you know, instead of <laughs> like, oh man, Bigfoot was eating my ass. No, I, I was reading it as Bigfoot was eating my ass and I liked it. Which I may, I may like it because for one, are you going to stop a a Bigfoot? No, Bigfoot is going to do what a Bigfoot is going to do to you, whether you like it or not. So you might as well enjoy yourself. Second, I mean, there's no use in freaking out. You know what I mean? It's just going to make things worse. You freak out. He gets crazy. You die and you still get molested. By a Bigfoot. You know what they say about Sasquatches with big feet. <laughs> I know. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I'm sorry. I'll try to keep that to a minimum. I actually think in my in my lineage, in my genetic history, I am part Squatch. I think so. It took a long time to come to this conclusion, but I finally realized, you know, my feet are kind of big. They're not really big, but they are kind of big. I wear between a 13 and 14 shoe. So that's kind of, and I'm five foot 10. I don't know if there's like a chart or something that says how big your feet should be for how tall you are. I don't know. I don't know if there's a standard. I doubt it. Everybody's got different size feet. But as far as fur goes, (laughs) I am a hairy son of a bitch. I've seen people worse. I have seen many people worse and I'm actually not that bad, but on my face, my facial hair, like, right. My facial hair grows up to like right there, like seriously. And then it drops off here. There's no facial hair here, right? If you're watching on YouTube, I'm showing off while well, obviously I showed my hat. You got to tune in on YouTube to see this shit. So anyway, yeah, I have uh <laughs> I have this hair that grows all the way up and I feel like that's kind of some Sasquatch shit. Like isn't it supposed to stop down here? <laughs> 
like halfway up your cheek or something. I don't know. I don't know. But if I let it all grow out, dude, I would have total Wolfman, like fucking Wolfman face or Sasquatch face. That's what it is, man. Pretty sure I'm Sas- part Sasquatch, like maybe a 16th or, you know, uh, um, a multiple thereof, a 32nd of Sasquatch. I think I can put that down on an application or something on like a form. What ethnicity? Squatch. Squatch. I don't know. <laughs> oh, golly gosh. You know, uh, what's a real shame um, to completely just change the fucking mood here. What's a real shame is uh, when you have a, a friend, a really good friend for a long time, and then you have like a disagreement or you get into a little argument, a little spat, and then they cut you off permanently, even after you apologize. That's, I don't know, that's really shitty. It's a shame. I had that happen. Um, I was an ass. I really was. And I have been an ass for most of my life. And unfortunately, that's something that took a long time to get corrected. And I i mean, I had terrible mental health issues. So, you know, I did things that were... Just, you know, not what I would really truly do. Things that I I didn't, you know, just the way I would talk to people, how I would respond to people. I mean, I was coming off as being seriously dickish, you know, and I wasn't meaning to. It just, it was natural. Um... And we got into a little fight. Her and I had been friends. We first met on AOL in a chat room um, a long time ago, like 20 years ago. And then a couple years ago, um, her and I got into this little, you know, it was just, it was so stupid too. You know, I was just kind of, it started off as a joke. Like it always does. I was just kind of giving shit, you know, like I'm not even going to say what it was about, but I was just kind of giving shit to some people and it wasn't just her. It was, it was quite a few others and it just turned out to be not a good thing, you know? And then I got pissed off and I went off and did a thing and um, just exacerbated the problem. Is that a, the right word? It made the problem worse. And I, I apologized. I had forgotten all about it. And I was wondering why I had never, like, I hadn't seen any of her posts anymore on Facebook. 
And um, <clears throat> I don't know why, but I just never, I thought, you know, maybe she was busy with life. I know she had a lot going on. She always did. You know, she's got, she's a single mom. She's a great mom. She had to raise um, her wonderful boys. And she's, I mean, she has to work. She writes. She has awesome poetry. Um, and, you know, she's busy. So I just kind of put it in the back of my head that she was busy. That's all. Or maybe Facebook's algorithm was fucking up, you know, like it always does. And then one day I thought, man, I really haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, I went and looked. She had blocked me. Or at least unfriended me. I can't remember. Well, I had sent her a message. I can't remember if I emailed her or sent her a message on Facebook. And I asked her what the hell was going on. And she told me about that fight, that little thing, the little, you know, it was just such little bullshit. And she said it really pissed her off and she left. And she said what made her even more mad was that it took me so long to realize she had gone. And I, it, I had realized that almost immediately. But like I said, I thought, I don't know. So I apologized. I really did. And I truly meant it because she is a good friend. I love her to death. And, you know, I'd rather have her in my life as a friend than nothing. And so I said, can we please be friends on Facebook again? And she said, yeah, sure, okay. And so we became friends again. And (laughs) like a month later or something, she made a post that, oh, and we never really interacted. I tried to, but the, the vibe was definitely there that she just was not really having it. So she made a post like a month or two later and said, I'm taking myself off of social media. If you want to find me, you can email me or text me or whatever. And she deleted her Facebook account. And I have a strong feeling that she knew she was going to do that. When I said, you know, I want to be friends again. And just now, um, I was on Instagram on a new account I created for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, look me up in the studio with Matt. I believe it is on Instagram. Yeah. Sometimes it's in the studio podcast, but I think there it had to be in the studio with Matt. So look me up if you're on Instagram. I got clips there of the show. I'm going to be putting more clips there. I'll probably do like exclusive content on Instagram only. We'll see. I don't know what the future holds. But um, I, I was on Instagram and I was following some people and it suggested I follow her. And I was like, 
well, that's cool because I thought I was following her on Instagram from my main account. So I went back to that account to look and she has me blocked, apparently. Like, I apologized. And that wasn't good enough. So, that is that what our friendship was worth? A little spat and it's over? I don't know. But I've lost so many friends. <laughs> like, lifelong friends. Over the years. For whatever reason. I don't even know. But. You know. They all hurt. Sure. But if they're not going to talk to me about it. You know. Let me have at least have a chance to hear what I did. Let me have it. Tell me. Was it because I was a dick for so long? Probably. But, you know, I'm beyond that now. I'm trying to live life in a better way. I'm trying to be kind of zen, you know, in a way. I'm trying to be cool with everybody. I'm trying not to be hateful. I really am. I'm trying because that's a killer right there. That's a bad thing for your life, you know. In any case, I know that she obviously doesn't want to be friends anymore, and uh, that really hurts, but it is what it is. So, um, I don't know. Anyway, just to, you know, kind of get that off my chest, I guess. Um, I have another friend, lifelong Almost lifelong friend. We met in the second grade. Back in 1986 maybe. 1987. And um, we became best friends. Like the best. You know. Um, we did pretty much everything together. And then, um, he came out one day to me and, uh, my girlfriend at the time and another mutual friend of ours. And, um, he had wrote it down on a letter and left. He gave it to us and left. We all met up at a restaurant, one of them fancy sit down places. And he gave us this letter and he left he said he couldn't be there when we read it. He was too scared of how we would react. And we read the letter and we were all like, yeah. And, you know, obviously, because we don't give a shit. How does that affect us? You're our best friend. Like, <laughs> we, why would we care? This doesn't change who you are. Unfortunately, it kind of did. Because um, after that, he wouldn't really hang out with me anymore. Um, I begged him all the time to come and listen to me and my buddy play at a bar. We did open mic night. And he finally said he wouldn't come because um, it wasn't his kind of bar. 
And I said, yeah, well, you know, that's kind of fucked up because I would go to a gay bar. This was back when I thought I was straight. I, I, I hadn't made the realization yet. And I thought, man, dude, I would go to a gay bar and hang out with you. You know, like, I don't give a fuck. You're my friend. So... I, uh, we were still kind of talking back then and him and his, his boyfriend bought a house together and I had sent him a message and said, I would like to come over to see the house and hang out. Let me know like when a good time on this day is He, he said he would get back to me and let me know. I'm still waiting. This was 17 years ago, maybe. I'm still waiting to see that house. He's done moved a hundred times since then. So, you know, after we got that letter from him and everything, back to that, we uh, drove over to his house and we all hugged him and told him we loved him and, and we didn't care. We loved him. We We wanted him to be happy, you know. And honestly, I think anybody who has the courage to do that, to come out, um, especially to those they love. Um, and I think it's not just the courage, but it's like, you know who you are. You figured it out. You know how many people out here in the world don't know who they are? You know how many people die never knowing who they really were? Be you. Be who you are all the time. And, you know, let the world see you for you. You only got one chance to show us. So show us you, you know. So we lost touch. Me and my girlfriend broke up at that time. Uh, Her and I broke up and then... The other mutual friend, her and uh, my buddy, they stayed friends. And I just kind of, like, slipped to the side. Like, whatever. You know? They quit talking to me. I understand. Like I said, both of them are very happy people most of the time, I, I would say. And I was not for a long time. But what really hurt was when I came out to them. I got in touch with them both. We, were, I mean, we've been friends on Facebook for a long time, but we never interact. Ever. And I got in touch with them both at a, a, a message. And I was like, can we hang out again? Like, that would be awesome. So we set up a day and we all hung out. And when we got together, it was like the first time in years that we had been together. Just hanging out. I mean, a long time. And um, I came out to them. And I said, you know, I didn't know for a long time. But this answers so many questions. Like, some of the thoughts I've had over the years. Some of the feelings I've had over the years, some of the questions I've had, they've all, you know, 
They've all been answered. I, I figured it out finally. Right around the time I was 35. It took that long to figure it out. But all these things I realized were like from when I was a child and on. Like through all of the years, you know. This isn't just some thing that happened. Obviously. So... You know, when he came out to us, it was a big deal, right? And I was so happy for him. I was so proud of him. And then when I came out, it was like, huh, okay, cool, whatever. That was it. There was no... It was almost like I bothered him with that info. And the other friend... I mean, she actually seemed more, I guess, intrigued by it, you know? I can understand, like, it might be hard to, like, see me that way, you know? Queer. Um, especially for those people who have known me for a very long time, I guess. Because I am very masculine, um, and I know this. It's because for a long time I thought I was straight, you know? I grew up as a straight male. That's how I grew up. I dated girls. I have had intercourse with girls. <laughs> Dirty minds, you sick fucks. I almost made it a whole episode, didn't I? Is that my first fuck word? <laughs> fuck word. Well, there's like three of them for you. So I'm not very flamboyant, but um, sometimes it comes out. Sometimes. I notice every now and then. But I am, when I first came out, I thought I was bisexual. Because that made sense. And then I discovered that it wasn't just, because when I came out, I literally just learned within this last year that bisexuals or bisexuality is now considered one or more or I'm sorry two or more uh, genders that you're attracted to well bi is two so and pansexual is everybody no matter what your sexual orientation so I don't understand why bisexuals are now like they're they're trying to get rid of the term pansexual. I don't know. I don't know what the reason for that is, but I still look at bisexual as two different genders uh, turn you on. Um and that's how I'm go going just going <laughs> to look at it cuz I don't know the difference. I honestly don't. But I had realized that I was attracted to men as well as women. You know, so it kind of made sense. Like, like I said, it answered questions after all these years. It finally makes sense. I'm not the type of person that would hit on um, a straight person thinking that might suddenly turn them gay. You know, if you're straight, you're straight. And I'm not interested at all. Um... 
that's not really how it works. So, and um, it was the one day, like a couple, I don't know, a couple years later, maybe. When I, or maybe it was only about a year later, I realized like, I really don't care who you are. I will date you. <laughs> I could potentially fall in love with you, you know, romantically because I am, I don't, I don't care who you are. You know, that isn't what's important. The connection is what's important. If you can spark my mind, then let's go, you know, and if that just means being friends, great. I can be friends with anybody. You know, if we got similar interests, then we got similar interests. But, um, but if it turns into something more too, that's cool too. Whatever. Great. Fantastic. And now I, you know, I've been hearing so many people coming out and I think it's fantastic that, you know, there's strength in numbers. There's that that vibe, that feeling, that power from everybody else, the community supporting you that I think is really, really beautiful um, in all aspects. Every time it happens, no matter with what, you know, um, if there's like a tragedy or something like a hurricane or a natural disaster, you know, and the community rallies around them the nation rallies around them, you know, like, I think that's really awesome too. It's just a different thing, but it's the same thing. Nah, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> In any case, I, I think what it was for me was, uh, was a mix of a couple people. But when I finally realized that I was not straight, was when I was watching wrestling. And if I remember to, I'll put a little picture up here of who I'm talking about for you to see. Um, his name at that time was John Morrison in the WWE. And he kind of resembled Jim Morrison, of course, you know. And his entrance is just very... Like, wow. So, yeah. And watching him wrestle, I mean, he's a fantastic athlete. And as a wrestling fan alone, I've always been a fan of his because he, he just always puts on a really good show. He's fun to watch. Um, so that's when I kind of learned, you know, that's what it was. And if I wasn't so masculine I guess I totally probably would have been trans honestly um I uh I mean that was one of my earliest memories when I was like five four five years old um I wanted to be a woman so bad or a, a girl so bad um at one point I I remember on some Christmas Eve my mom and dad took me to, to see my grandmother because on Christmas Eve, we always had family gatherings at my grandmother's house. So my aunt and uncle were there 
and my cousins were there. Of course, my grandmother and my grandfather and my mom and dad. And I went outside at one point. I can't remember if we had just got there or what or why I went out. But I looked up in the sky and I saw the the brightest star that I could see. And I had heard, you know, if you find the North Star, it's the brightest star in the sky. And you wish upon that star, you know, maybe your wish will come true. And I wished that, in the, that for Christmas I would be turned into a girl. And... <laughs> I remember the next morning, Christmas morning, I woke up and I checked and I was so, so upset. And I don't think I ever really wished again because <laughs> like, this is horse shit. <laughs> so, uh, that's how that goes. Don't wish on a star or maybe wish on a, on a star. If you're a Disney fan, go ahead and wish upon a star. So that's that. Um, tomorrow I'm watching football. Yeah. The Bengals are playing their second game of the playoffs and hopefully pull out a win against the Titans. So with that, I will, uh, talk to you Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Don't go around people cause you'll get sick. And, um, Oh, whatever. Have a good day. Peace.